Hello, welcome to episode eight of Undis. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to episode 9 of Undecided Podcast. My name is Tara Mahoney, and I'm here with my co-host, Kate Reeves. Hi, Kate. Hi. And this week, our topic is transit, which sounds super boring, but I'm going to pitch you in like five minutes on why it's actually not boring and like really sexy and important. But before we get to that, we are going to start with the news from this week. First things first, I thought this was pretty exciting. It didn't get a lot of press, but um, this week, Ontario issued its first non-binary uh, birth certificate. Ontario is the first jurisdiction in the world to implement a two-fold policy. Uh, allowing the selection of either male, female, or non-binary, and allowing the option of not displaying such identification on a birth certificate. So the first person in Ontario to be given um, the, the non-binary birth certificate is Joshua Ferguson, and they said in a statement that Ontario's new policy will save lives in the trans community. So they say that a birth certificate is the most vital form of ID for personhood, and being officially counted and recognized is empowering. So on the certificate, they have X as their gender, and their pronoun is they or them. Um, so this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, it's a big step uh, uh, for the community, and um, I think it's something that we can all like get behind and be excited about. Yeah. On to uh, funnier news. <laughs> so um, kind something of the not to be proud of. <laughs> yeah. Um, we 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 had a couple de- uh we have, we've had a couple debates this week. Um, the uh, kind of second debate was uh, the City TV debate. And at the rally beforehand outside of the City TV studio, Doug Ford hired actors to play supporters outside his rally. <laughs> and there's so many things I love about this story. Uh. But my, my favorite thing is that in the uh, job posting on like the Actra website, which is like the uh, actors union... The, the job posting is $75 for six hours of work. And these people were given uh, Ford Nation t-shirts, uh, placards to wave around, and they were tutored uh, by Tories on taunts like four more weeks when the Liberals chanted four more years. So I just think that's like endlessly funny um and like their campaign even like admitted to it and when doug ford was asked for a statement he was like oh first i've heard about this <laughs> but i'm gonna be talking to my campaign manager um and i just think it's hilarious like you know i mean i think it's telling that you have to like hire supporters well it's telling for downtown toronto i don't yeah. think you'd have the same issue if you're in a more rural community where he has a bigger support base mm. um but obviously he's not really getting that much traction in mm-hmm. urban centers like Toronto. Which, you know, uh, can really, they, they can make, they can make or break the election. Like, uh, like last election, like a lot of people voted for Kathleen Wynne downtown, but not a lot of, or downtown in the downtown areas, but not a lot of people voted for her, um, in the, like in the more rural areas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you have that downtown support, it's actually like super important. Yeah. That said, it's important to remember that if you live in a downtown 
area, you can be kind of in a bubble where you don't think that someone like Doug Ford might be a threat Mm -hmm. because you don't really see anyone or know anyone that would vote for him. Mm -hmm. But the reality is there are a lot of people out there who feel connected to his message. Yeah, so now more than ever, it's, like, vitally important to get out and vote. I'm sure um, a lot of you have received your um, Elections Ontario voting, uh, like, pamphlets. Um, So exciting. If you're not, uh, if you haven't received one, just go to electionsontario.ca and you can figure out all the things you need to know um, about how to vote um, and how to vote early, especially if you're going to be away on Mm -hmm. June 7th. Um, So the the last bit of news is just, like, these various debates. Um, we had the Laidlaw Youth Town Hall on <laughs> on Tuesday, um, which uh, Doug Ford did not show up to, um, but Andrea Horvath and Kathleen Wynne did, and Andrea Horvath walked out on stage dancing to "Nice for What" "Nice for What" by Drake, which just was you need to watch. Um, we also had the City TV debate on Tuesday evening, and also. Uh, oh no, sorry, on Monday evening, and um, today, uh, May 11th, we had a, like, a Northern Leaders debate. Mm-hmm. Um, we will post the link to the uh, the live streams, the recorded live streams of all those in the description of this episode, so if you want to, um, you know, get a sense of, like, what these leaders are like, uh, you can watch them there. Um, Kate and I watched the City TV debate, and I think... We're both dumber now. Yeah. Um, as a result of watching them, they were kind of a disaster. No, uh, I know. The like, whole like layout of it was like super. They weird. didn't have podiums. They just stood there like holding their little hands in front of them and like looking at one another, which like would make anyone look awkward. Yeah. Um, but especially, especially like Doug <laughs> who just like looks like an oaf. Yeah. And also, anytime like it was his turn to speak, he looked like his brain was off. Mm-hmm. Like he. Or he was, like, a robot. Yeah. Um, and Andrea Horvath, like, God love her, but also looked like, um, she was, like, her eyes when she spoke, like, looked like she was, like, screaming on the inside. <laughs> she she had these, like, little wide-eye things. The only mm-hmm. person that looked, like, kind of comfortable and in her element was Kathleen Wynne, which makes sense, like, as a premier, you're, like, very used to having, like, cameras on you, um, you know, and, like, people asking you questions yeah, and like this. she's a really compelling public speaker. Like, yeah. I wanted to believe everything she was saying just mm-hmm. because she said it so well, and she stood up for herself, mm-hmm. and there was that really great moment when they were both like, Doug Ford, you're wrong. Oh, yeah, but there's this really great moment where uh, Kathleen and Andrea Horvath are, like, there's actually, there was actually two yeah. where they're both, like, screaming at him, yeah. and it's just, it's everything. So mm-hmm. watch it if not for that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that uh, we can get moving to the topic for this week, which is transit. Um, we have a, a breakdown coming up of the three-party platforms. But first, I want to talk about um, why transit is important. Um, it, se- it sounds like kind of a boring thing to talk about, but I think I was in Orlando over the weekend and Orlando is like one of these cities where you can only drive in and downtown the downtown area like I I was in and like it looked like there were public transit stops but I didn't see like any public transit buses actually the only buses I saw were Disney buses (laughs) um for like Disney resorts um and the thing about public transit is like I think that it gives you the um it gives people of like 
uh, a lower income bracket the opportunity to have social mobility. So it gives them the opportunity to, while, while I obviously think that like everyone should get like, you know, a universal basic income, that's not very realistic um, in like this current political climate. So uh, I think like public transit gives people the opportunity to, uh, you know, live in a, um, a more affordable neighborhood and then commute for, you know, $6 a day or $5 a day to and from work. Um, it can give, it gives them the opportunity to go um, to a different, to different neighborhoods, like without having to drive um, for like, just thinking about like being in Orlando, like the investment, like money wise, you would have to make to buy a car, to maintain that car, to have, to have insurance for that car, uh, to buy gas for that car is enormous. And to even make that investment in the first place, you have to have a line of credit, um, which like means you have to have good credit and like oftentimes like you either don't have credit if you're poor you don't have credit or like me you don't have good credit <laughs> so, so i think that like it's really uh the these like transit um these public transit things like are are vitally important to uh, for like a healthy society um and to allow people who like a, like a lower um income bracket are, or who have like a you know a different socioeconomic status than like you think of like your average what you would like to think of your average person is like mm. you know with your like your car and your house and your gate and your white fence and mm. <laughs> you know um so i think it's super important yeah and i definitely agree and the other thing is even if you don't think that transit has a big impact on your life mm-hmm. um and maybe you're from a more comfortable background mm-hmm. you need to be able to use that position to help make the lives easier for other people mm-hmm and so voting in a way that encourages the investment in better public transit is one way to do that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the different parties and how they plan to improve public transit in Ontario. Mm-hmm. And that will give you a better sense of where they're all at. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is transit impacts everyone's lives. Even if you don't use it every day, the people around you use it. Maybe mm-hmm. the person who comes to clean your house uses it. Mm-hmm. The nurse who works at the hospital your kid is at uses it. This is the kind of thing that we need to stick up for each other on. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, so, uh, should we run through the platforms now? Sure. All right. So, we've got the liberal platform, or the liberal budget. They haven't released their platform yet, but their budget is... They're not going to come soon. Yeah, they're going to they're going to release a platform, um, which I don't understand like how it would differ from the budget, but maybe we'll explain that to you when it comes out. Um, <laughs> so the Liberals um, are planning to invest, are committed to investing nine, uh, 79 billion dollars in public transit over the next 10 years. That's 7.9 billion dollars a year and uh, Nine billion of that seventy-nine billion over ten years is going to Toronto subways or Toronto public transit. That includes the waterfront, um, the waterfront light rail um, that uh, John Tory has committed to building, the Young North subway extension, and the downtown relief line. All of these things are going to uh, like, uh, and you're going to hear some uh, folks in the next few minutes talk about. Um, like lack of lack lack of actual infrastructure like there's not enough buses or there's not enough subways these things mm-hmm. are late that st- stuff like this is going to really help oh uh, will really help that mm-hmm. and i think actually 
um, all of the parties are, uh, definitely all the parties are making an investment or planning to make an investment in, uh, public transit, but they all acknowledge that this is like a massive problem. Yeah. Um, you know, it slows down productivity, uh, like, you have people, like, waiting for three hours, or doing th- public transit three hours a day. It's, like, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, Kate? Well, another thing they're interested in uh, improving is regional transit. Mm. So they're looking to increase the GO service line in peak periods, which means in the GTHA area. Um, basically, I think increasing regional transit just means putting more car- more buses and more subways in the line. Yeah. Um, so this is, like... You know, this is your like uh, your go transit, yeah. uh, not just uh, or not only go buses but go trains. Mm-hmm. Um, they're planning to build uh, or expand uh, uh, go lines in Kitchener, in uh, Niagara. Niagara. Uh, they want to do like two way Niagara, like a Niag- all year Niagara transit because right now i think only you can only take go during the summer to niagara um bowmanville um uh so that's like a that's a big like regional transit uh thing they also want to do this this is really cool for like those of you probably know a lot of people who like uh, commute from mississauga or like brampton these people um are gonna get a one fair situ uh a one fair payment payment for Presto and TTC, and they're working with the municipalities right now to figure out what that would be. They also want for Prest for uh, Go users within the city, they want to make it three dollars um, if they're taking Go anywhere in this it, within Toronto, and f- and also if you're taking Go um, in a ten kilometer trip, they also want to make it three dollars for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Well, the last big thing they're looking at is putting their money in LRT. So that's, like, rapid trains. Mm, yes. Um, and and here's the less Toronto-centric yeah. part of the Liberal plan. Yeah. So the biggest one is going to be in Ottawa. Um, mm-hmm. If you live in Ottawa, you've seen them. They've been doing it for, like, oh my, my God, whole like, life. Literally, like, longer than we've both been alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's finally supposed to be coming into being, um, I think, this summer, actually. I phase one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and they're looking at doing that not just in Ottawa, but also in cities in, like, southern Ontario, too. Yeah, Waterloo and London, and mm-hmm. there was one more. Do we, we have it? No. Waterloo yes. and yeah. London, yeah. No, I was right. Okay. Um, uh, and then, for as for the NDP, so they're making a, it seems like they're making a, they're pledging a smaller transit investment per year. Yeah. $800 million per year, and the Liberals are doing nine. Seven point nine billion a year. But that's over ten years, and for the NDP, I think it's only over. Seven point nine billion is every year, though. Yeah, but for ten years. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's for every year. Yeah. Forever, indefinitely. But no, no, like they're given seventy nine billion for ten years. Yeah. Which is seven point nine billion per year. That's over a ten year period. Yeah, but the NDP are. Do you, do you mean they're they're going to do that indefinitely? No, for four years or however long they're in. I guess yeah. Sorry, yeah. I guess indefinitely. Yeah. So, all of this funding, Kate and I spent a long time trying to put this together. It's way too It's super boring and uh, really, like, hard to understand. Like, uh, I would like to see someone come out with, like, a way more comprehensive, maybe it'll be us, a way more (laughs) comprehensive document. Like, McLean's did one. It's, it's not, not very helpful. It's not that great. It's it not that good, clear. It looks great. Helpful. Yeah. Like, kudos to them for, yeah. like, putting it together, but 
like it's not super clear about mm-hmm. like it, like it um the way they lay it out uh, ba- because of the way that they talk about like the over the uh over 10 years or mm-hmm. over one year or they don't even specify it's like comparing apples and oranges so it's yeah. actually really hard to be like which one is actually better yeah because <laughs> they all say they're gonna make changes and they're all pledging different amounts of money yeah and as just kind of like people who don't know that much about transit or yeah. public policy, it's really hard to tell what is the most efficient way, and that's, what is the most intelligent way. Yes, like, and that's the people that you're trying, the most of the people that you're trying to reach. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't get why you wouldn't make it, like, really comprehensive. I feel like this is a rant we have, like, every episode. Yeah. It's like, why is it so freaking hard to understand? Yeah. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. on to more... Oh, yeah, okay. Things so, that we've tried to distill for you. <laughs> so, the other cool thing that NDP are going to do is they're going to cover 50% of all municipal transit operation costs. Oh, yeah, and I think I read somewhere that, the like, somebody, like, really applauded this mm-hmm. because I think what that will do will alleviate uh, some of the pressure off the municipalities so they can focus on improving transit in different ways. Yeah, um, yeah so in Toronto, that'll work out to, like, about $330 million. Yeah, um, which is big. Which is good, yeah. Um, okay, so... What we didn't see from the Liberal Transit Plan was uh, transit um, for Northern Ontario, um, which the NDP have pledged uh, some commitments for. Mm -hmm. Um, They want to revive something called the Northlander Passenger Service, um, which uh, goes from Co- uh, Toronto to Cochrane and back. Yeah, so basically it was a passenger train that operated until 2012, mm-hmm. um, and then it was cut. Mm-hmm. And that makes getting out of Toronto or the GTA and getting into more northern communities a lot more difficult. Right, because, because then you have you to, like, transfer, or, like, you, uh, if you're not going, like, if you're not, you're not doing the direct trip, yeah. you have to transfer on a bunch of trains. By the way... Uh, Cochrane is the northernmost point in Ontario right now that you can drive to. Mm-hmm. After Cochrane, you have to take a train to get wherever you want to go or a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for people who are living in northern communities, just being able to take one train to Cochrane and then one train from Cochrane to Toronto would make your trip a lot easier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we know that there are a lot of families who live in northern Ontario who have to come into Toronto for, for sick work kids. Or, yeah, or for sick kids. And yeah. other services that they don't get out there. Yeah. So I think this could be pretty meaningful. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah. Uh, sh- uh, uh, kind of similar to the Liberals. Uh, oh, wait. Didn't the Liberals want to build the Hamilton LRT, too? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They okay. both did. So the, so the NDP also want to build the Hamilton LRT. Shout out to the Hamilton LRT. <laughs> uh, also, Andrea Horvath is a Hamiltonian herself, yeah. so she wants to, you know, bring it back. Yeah, and the NDP also, like the Liberals, want to build the downtown Toronto relief line. Yes. Immediately. Yes. Um, although I think, and the PCs want to do that too, which is, I yeah. think, a good jumping off point. Yeah. I, I really think, like, it's, it would be, it would be ridiculous if, like, you know, any of these parties didn't, like, uh, acknowledge the real pressing issue of, mm-hmm. of, of transit in Toronto. Uh, I hate to bring it back to Toronto again, but it is the huge well, population. It's an incredibly transit-dense city, and as Toronto gets further and further um, spread out, mm-hmm. we need more and more transit. Yeah. So, um, so uh, as for the Hamilton question, Ford wants to reopen uh, the Hamilton LRT debate, debate mm-hmm. and put it to a vote. I get 
like, I don't know what this means. Like, is it a, I'm not, we, we couldn't get any information. Is it like a vote of like the Hamilton area or is it like the best strategy to do Or is it? it like the Hamilton city councilors? Like, I don't know. So, um, if they, if whoever votes for this or votes <laughs> on this, votes it down, yeah. he will put the $1.3 billion that was supposed to go to the LRT into other, inf- uh, transit infrastructure projects. Um, He's. This is the biggest Ford thing. I think he wants to pledge five billion extra doll additional dollars to what the, what the liberal plan has, um, uh, for the Greater Toronto Area. So this means subways in the downtown area, and then also in a similar way to the NDP and the Liberals, um, working on like a two way Go Transit to Niagara. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually wants two way all day mm-hmm. uh, to Niagara, which is <laughs> two way all day, which is like a lot. Like, I can't imagine there's a lot of people commuting from Niagara to Toronto for work. Yeah, but I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of your platform rundown. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna hear. Uh, Kate and I tried to be journalists. <laughs> we're <laughs> it not was super awkward. We're not. Um, it we took tr- us like. 45 minutes longer than I had to because we kept like nervously bumping into each other and being like okay okay that one okay okay okay, okay. okay let's ask that one we, we, okay go we, go go we went to Kipling station and we asked a couple folks Kipling is the end of the line on the westernmost side yeah of the of the Toronto subway yeah and after Kipling you have to take buses mm-hmm. and uh, we talked to some folks there um I think uh we heard a lot of uh people um saying like you know the during peak hours, like, buses don't come, and then, like, three will come at the same time, and it's super not helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's slow because of congestion. Um, what else did we hear? Um, we heard sometimes that it's just inefficient. Like, the scheduling doesn't really line up with what people need. Mm-hmm. So we had multiple people tell us that they'd be waiting for a bus for, like, an hour, and then, like you just said, yeah. then three buses would show up, and we'd be, like, one right after the other. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like... I'm sure the system wasn't designed to make that happen because who in their right mind would do that? Mm-hmm. The issue is that there are some problems that are impeding the implementation of the strategy in an efficient way. And just so like we have to figure out what those are and how to fix them. And just like from a productivity perspective, like these people are, you know, they're they're the working class. Like these are people who, you know, you they do their nine to five. And they spend and they get their to and from their nine to five on public transit. Mm-hmm. Think about this shit, the other shit that they could be doing. Yeah. In the three hour, a lot of them said like three, two to three hours. Think about the other shit you could be doing with two to three hours of your goddamn day. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like. Well, yeah. I mean, depending on where they live, we can't eliminate all of that, but we can trim down the excess, right? Well, yeah. Just like stuff like waiting because the the subway is so fast. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's honestly a lot of their like wait uh, the waiting is like for a bus at Kipling Station or a a bus after after they transfer at Kipling Station to another bus. You know, um, so you'll hear some of that. Um, and I think we'll, I think we'll roll that now. So, oh. uh, oh, no, yeah. Just one more thing that I forgot to say at the beginning and that I think we should talk about. Yeah. Um, public transit is also amazing for the environment. And we talked about oh our climate God. change issue. I know. I, I literally wow. forgot about it like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but if we're looking towards a sustainable future, this is the way to do it. We can't keep building these ridiculous car communities anymore. Yeah. A, they're economically segregated. Mm-hmm. And B, it makes no sense in a world where our temperature is rising. Mm-hmm. And if we want to have kids... having everyone being in an individual car yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So yeah. not only is this more 
the social justice way to go. It's also the climate justice way to go. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, with uh, without further ado, let's hear from our, our folks at Kipling Station. How often do you use transit? Uh, all days. Every day, every day, yeah, seven days a week. And what do you, um, Uh like, what does it typically look like? Do you take a combination of buses and trains? Yeah, mostly it's a train and buses, but more often because I'm going to the work, it's by bus. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. How long do you spend on transit every day? Uh, um, Around 30 or 40 minutes, more or less. Uh, I think maybe the schedule is really important because sometimes are not on time and also too, for example, the road that sometimes I'm taking, mm-hmm. they are really crowded. I think a little more transportation, mm-hmm. it will be a good option. So, mm-hmm. uh, so reducing congestion exactly. on the road. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so there's an election coming up in June. Uh-huh. Are you going to vote? for someone based on transit? Uh, not for the moment because I'm not a resident yet. Okay. I'm an I'm English student only. Um, for the moment I can't. Uh, it depends where I'm traveling but like usually uh, up to 40 minutes. 40 minutes? 40 minutes, yeah. Okay. And what about transit right now isn't working for you? Is uh, it too crowded? Too busy? Uh, sometimes well I'm living in Toronto, so bus service is quite worth over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, if you travel the GTA area, bus mm-hmm. is terrible. You know, you have yeah. to wait for hours, couple of times, and sometimes buses they don't show up on time or they don't show up on the, you know. So yeah. if you miss one bus, another bus is in like, you're ha- fucked. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Okay. So. So how could transit be better? Uh, if they uh, bring on more buses. It, there's an election in a month. Uh-huh. Um, would, is transit an, an election issue for you? Uh, no. No. I don't no. Think. Not really? No. All right. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. much. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Um, so, we want to know how many uh, hours or minutes you usually spend on the transit system a day. Uh, well, since school's out, I don't really spend as much as I would. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a university student, so... Are you like, at U of T, or...? Um, it's a joint program. It's between Sheridan and New York. Oh, nice. So, like, I have to travel to two campuses, so I Fuck. used, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I used to transit a lot. I used Mississauga and TTC. Oh, wow. Yeah. And okay. it's, like, an hour and a half commute. In oh each way? Uh, for York. It, since uh, the TTC opened the station at York, uh, it's more like an hour 15 now. Yeah. Uh, but or, both, but one way. But Sheridan, yeah. For Sheridan, it's wow. like an hour, hour twenty. So like. Wow. So you 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 could almost spend uh, three hours on transit a day. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, insane. Basically. Okay. And um, what problems do you see with the transit system now? Uh, there's a lot of slowdowns. Um, yeah. Uh, especially like. On the buses. Yeah, on the buses, and also sometimes. On the subway too. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Like construction and stuff, or like. Yeah. Congestion. Yeah, like okay. when I'm getting near to the to the York to the York camp, it actually takes way longer, and like I would expect it to kind of speed up, but it's kind of, it just slows down. Like Fixed sometimes it. even the buses, they kind of they're not like consistent in the timing, like the gaps between them, and they all come at once. Sometimes like once right. at York, I was waiting for like a like an hour, and then three. Jesus three three um buses came at the same time it's like 
you could have planned that out a yeah, bit that's, better. That's yeah. <laughs> um, last question. We just want to know, um, like, is uh, is transit an, uh, an election issue for you? There's a we have a provincial election in a month. Would you vote on someone who like uh, on on a party that had like a a good transit platform? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> since that's important to me, especially since uh, I rely on it a lot. Right. So, yeah. Um, they're uh, constantly late. There's three going back home, and uh, they're always at one end. So they're never sort of in, in a system or in a, in a synchronized way. Um, how many uh, hours or minutes a day do you spend on the transit system, or a week? Well, if you don't on, take a day, day. on a day, uh, I would say almost two hours. Oh, my wow. God. Almost an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon. Jesus. So how could then, they make it better? I, that's their... Uh, Totally. Yeah. That's their thing. I You'd mean, like to see pro- um, make more buses on the road? On this particular route, every other route has plenty of buses as opposed to this one. So Yeah. All right. you know, and we're paying customers just like everyone else. Yeah. And I think we deserve the same service. So Absolutely. Would, simple as Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, is this, uh, I, I assume this is an election issue for you. Like you would vote on, uh, for a party that had like a strong transit no. platform. No. 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 Uh, there, there's many other things that would be the deciding factor right. for me. Right. Yep. And then, so then I spend a good part of the day on um, taking transit. So you said 45 minutes in the morning and then like uh, a little more than that at night? So about two hours a day? Yeah, you can say that. Seven days a week? Um, five, days five days a, a week? Yeah, five yeah, days that's a, a week. that's a lot. Yeah. What are like the challenges you face like on the transit system? Well, it has to do with the buses. Yes. Because I take care of kids and mm-hmm. I have the stroller. Oh my yes, God. Yes, some people, they just, they, you know, they turn a blind eye to that. Really? Now I don't ask them to stand because right. I said they're adults. Yeah. I shouldn't have. If, I, if I'm coming in with a stroller, I shouldn't have to tell you, excuse me, yeah. so that I can Absolutely. Yeah, find a space out of the way. So for me, that's my biggest challenge is using the stroller on transit on the buses wow. especially the 63 bus yeah that's the worst one for me and it's because of other patrons yes what about the bus driver like do, do they uh, do they lower the bus enough for you to get the stroller on and all of that stuff yes they do that and what about wait times i heard a lot of people today like talking about like how the, bu- the buses like rarely run on time or they're struggling with like uh like what during uh, peak hours like sometimes the, bus the buses don't come or then they don't come for like an hour and then there's like three buses that come at once do you find any like, oh yes yeah so the 32 yeah. on jane running on jane yeah typical of them yeah and the 26 really? on dupont mm. on an afternoon oh just like you know oh, before yes. five o'clock yeah it takes oh. a long time sometimes yeah. over 45 minutes to get a bus especially the dupont bus wow. but with the 32 it takes a long time, you don't get a bus, and then you have one, two, three, sometimes four of them. Or the other thing I noticed was that um, you will see one, two, three of them, they're passing and they're right out of service. You know, they are yes. written on them out of service, yeah. and then, yeah, and, so and that I find is sometimes I get, yeah. And, and you're a child care provider, is that what you said? Yes. Um, so you, you use the. Uh, oh, I use it a lot, and I use the monthly pass. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so um, uh, there's an election coming up in, in a month, the provincial election. Mm-hmm. Is this an election issue for you, like uh, a provincial government who could bring like a better transit system in, or there are there a lot of other factors at play there? Hmm. 
not sure. I think you know they're pretty, yeah, pretty good. Mm -hmm. Even if you know we have, you know, just a few of them, like I told you. Right. But I think they're good. So I don't know. I don't know if, what it is that they can do to make it even make it better. I mean, you know, we are adults. If we're on the bus, to me, that 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 has nothing to do with government. Yeah, that's the way that in which really people you yeah. know behave. Yeah. But I think it's it's pretty good. All right, yeah. I like I like that answer. It's very different than what we've heard all day. So mm -hmm. thank you very much for your time. All right, those were our folks at Kipling Station. <laughs> um, Kate, some of our folks at Kipling Station. You're said, just gonna roll with that line. <laughs> yeah, the the folks at Kipling Station. I'm gonna trademark that. <laughs> um, some of our folks at Kipling Station uh, <laughs> said that this wasn't really an election issue for them. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Well, I think it's difficult because it's not as clear-cut as something yeah. like healthcare or mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also more difficult because the platforms kind of blend together. Like, no one person is that distinct from the other, mm. except for the sense that the liberals don't really have a northern plan. So mm -hmm. in that sense, the NDP um, address Ontario as a whole a bit more holistically. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I think it's something that... Honestly, I wasn't super stoked to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, she I, actually, like, advocated I was, against I was it. Kind of, yeah, I know. Okay, I was whining about it. But she was super more interested after it came to... After we talked about how it's... it's A social justice issue. Yes. Yeah, and that made me realize that I definitely was living in a bubble where I can walk to school and I can walk to work and yeah. I can ride my bike wherever I need to go. Yeah. Or, like, pay $2 and get on the streetcar. Yeah. Um, occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. But very rarely. Yeah. And not during peak hours, usually. No, never. Um, so, long story short, <laughs> or short story long, um, yeah, it's an election issue for me. Um, I think, like, I still need to do more research on what actually is the most efficient way. Mm -hmm. My dad's a civil engineer. Maybe I'll ask him what he thinks. Yeah. Um, but as of right now... Um, I think the NDP Northern Line is pretty compelling. So, hmm, interesting. I w I wonder if that eight mil eight hundred million dollars in it is in addition to what the government has already pledged. Maybe, but if it is, they should fucking say that because I know, it's very confusing. I know. Anyway, we're we are uh, slowly but surely working on a website. Mm -hmm. uh, so in the coming weeks, we're gonna have a page for each episode, and we're gonna um, on that page we're gonna have updated. We're going to have the episode link, but then updated all of the new uh, commitments that these different parties have made. Because as the writ period draws on, there, people are going to say different things. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we want to keep you as up to date as possible on yeah. them. And so we, like you, are going to try to figure, uh, try to understand this a little bit farther. Mm -hmm. further. Yeah. More. So what about you? What do you... How are you feeling about this one, Tara? I don't know, man. Like, uh, I, I really okay. So the PCs, I, I actually think it's like encouraging that Doug Ford, um, is like, uh, willing to spend on willing transit, to spend on transit, but even he, if it means cutting other social services. Yeah, but he's also said he's gonna find six billion dollars of quote efficiencies in, um, which um, basically means he's going to like cut six billion dollars of spending from the Ontario budget. And unfortunately, that like that stuff usually comes from like public services. And like um, we've heard in past episodes, those are often teachers or nurses, and those who are, need more fucking money. Yeah, or their jobs. Yeah, or you're replacing people's jobs with automation, mm -hmm. which uh, like or just not replacing them at all. Like we heard in the education episode, mm -hmm. 
like educational assistance are being cut and then kids with special needs are left to yeah. fend for themselves. Yeah. How is so, that fair? Yeah. So I, 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 um, so while I do think it's encouraging, I, I actually like was like, oh my God, one thing that Doug Ford is doing <laughs> that I actually agree with. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, like the liberals and the NDP, uh, strategy, like both seem good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Torontonian, I selfishly, uh, like, uh, like, am thinking, like, of myself, uh, and thinking that, like, the liberal spending, uh, plan looks, like, a lot more robust for, like, someone like me and many others like me who live in the GTHA, um, and, or, sorry, Toronto and the GTHA, Mm -hmm. but I do, I do think that the Northern stuff is really, um, it's, it's important and, um, um, so I have to say, like, I'm, I'm more interested in the NDP platform for transit but Mm -hmm. i i agree with a lot of of our um our tm uh kipling station folks folks (laughs) at kipling station um when i say that i don't think that this is solely an election issue like i this might this one thing would not sway my vote i would no it is part of a package Mm -hmm. um like everything though i mean well like a lot of things Mm -hmm. um yeah well um so i think that's i think that's it Nice. Wow. Good. When we actually managed to keep on time. Well, ish. Maybe. Uh, all right. So that's it for episode nine. Um, we've got four more weeks left. Holy we want to know what you want us to talk about. Send us a DM. Tell your friends. Let them help them help you. <laughs> help. Let, let you. Let let them let let them. Mm. Okay. Let. We want this to help people decide on who they want to vote for. So. Tell your friends, spread the word. Yeah, spread the word. Um, Let us know what you want to know more about. And um, you can find us on social media. You can find us on uh, Stitcher, Player FM, iTunes. We're also on Twitter at undecided underscore pod. We're at Instagram at undecided undecided podcast. And we're in my bedroom beside my closet. (laughs) And we're going to eat some food now. So uh, have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you back here next week on Undecided Podcast. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.